Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Log Talk Radio. Welcome to your week ahead with the Mama Dada Astrology. Live right here on the My Astrology Coach Radio Network on Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the best time of your week ahead of time. Peace, I say. Welcome, welcome. You are. We are live. We are in full effect uh, here. It, your week ahead with Mama Dada Astrology right here on the My Astrology Coach Radio Network. Um, y'all just bear with me. I'm checking the sound as we get there. We go as we get started this week. I'm so happy and thankful to be back before you, um, sharing the the astrological wisdom and insights that Spirit Creator, the ancestors give me to share with you guys a week in advance. So thank you guys for joining me um, once again. It's just so divine to be back here. I can't even tell you. I mean, we've come such a long way since May of last year. It's a little over a year now, and we're going strong. The, um, I don't go go by numbers, but they are looking good. <laughs> um, but and and I and when I say they're looking good, I mean just people being awake and aware and waking up and becoming conscious of the realities of nature, the the very nature that is beaming down on us in this uh, cancer season, summertime, sun and fun right now. So um, it's not so far out there. It's very much so right wherever you are, okay? Um, Definitely give a... um, Shout out, honor, respect, remembrance, reverence uh, to our divine righteous ancestors for without whom we would not be here. Ashe, Amin Ra, and definitely um, Brother Ampu, who is just so faithfully committed to um, the spiritual lives of so many countless um, souls. Uh, I'm just elated and thankful all the time that our paths have crossed and that I get to share a platform with him right here with you guys every week. So without further ado, let's get started. Let's jump in. Um, Thank you, all the listeners. Thank you, all the supporters uh, with the Astro Love Gifts on deck popping, pop, pop, popping. (laughs) Thank you so much because it just gives, it makes coming here every week in and week out without fail. I've, I've taken one break, I believe, in the past, you know, 13 months, but um, uh, it, it makes it so much easier. Uh, if you followed me, as quite a few of you have, for the entire length and duration of this show, which is amazing to me, thank you, thank you, thank you, um, then you know that the struggle has been real to even be here every weekend and week out to broadcast live for you guys and build an archive of just of, of evidence and observations and ahead of time 
you know, I have it on record <laughs> that ahead of time, you know, we were talking about these astrological events and preparing ourselves energetically to make the most of them, to get in on that high level with it, you know, you, y'all messing around with a, a super Sagittarius, you know, um, show host. So I'm going to hit it from the highest possible <laughs> aspect that I have, I can perceive and, and ascertain and share and disseminate with you guys, okay? So we are here. We are live on June the 29th, Wednesday. Boy, is it a Wednesday. Wednesday is ruled by Mercury, and so that, you know, brings in elements of communication and messages. And it's just so funny because just moments before the show started, I was, usually I'm early. I believe in being early, and being early is on time, and on time is late. So I was late today technically because I was right on time um, calling in. Uh, starting the show, but um, I was being chatted up a storm, and that, that's that been happening a lot here lately. You know, like I say, y'all got a Sag host, and we're still in the time frame of this second Sagittarius full moon. Look up in the sky right now. It looks like a little cup, you know, those pictures where somebody's sitting on the moon. That's what it looks like right now. And uh, we're past this, the, um, this last quarter moon that we had in Aries. Um, what day was that? That was the 27th. That was Monday. That was Monday that we had the last quarter moon um, at 1.19 p.m. Central. And, you know, many of us felt the shift, the corner being turned, um, even amidst this phase post this critical, this 29th degree in Sagittarius critical um, full moon. And so um, we're we're right here on the hills and the cusp of the Cancer new moon, which we're discussing in our week ahead that's happening there on uh, Monday the 4th. And so um, things are yet shifting, and, and the, with the moon yet waning, uh, we are still shedding. We are still surrendering. We are still letting go. We are still releasing. We are still accepting. Um, and we're still, you know, putting some things to bed and to rest that that need not go with you into the Cancer New Moon season that we're going to be discussing here in just a minute. So with that being said, um, today on the 29th, the moon's in Taurus, y'all. The moon's in Taurus right now. So, I mean, sink in. Sink in fully and, and plant your feet firmly and languidly into the the earth of whatever is grounding for you right now. Um, the Taurus rules the second house of stability. Uh, not the stability we're going to talk about here regarding cancer. They're in the fourth house at the bottom of the astrological wheel. Um, but the security of the second house as it relates to what we value um, and a certain stability uh, that comes due to it being a fixed sign. That's the moon um, sign that we're in right now. So I'm talking about things that are going to emotionally satisfy until um, the moon enters Gemini there on the first. So 
Um, All that information is in last week's show. Feel free to click down in the episode description uh, for today's show, and at the bottom it it has a link for clicking here to be directed to last week's show because that's what we're living in right now on here on Wednesday the 29th. And so uh, Mars stations direct today. (laughs) Oh, my goodness, what an energy shift. Like it's a Mars station is going to be perceptible for everybody. I don't care who you are because it deals with the very, it's the planet that deals with the very actions that we take, our very sex drive, that sexual energy that propels us forward, period, okay? Um, uh, Mars stationing direct uh, definitely is a point today to look back over the last few months since April the 17th when it stationed retrograde and determine, you know, grade yourself, not in a, you know, judgmental, you know, looking down on yourself way, but just observationally. How did I do when it comes to the actions that I did take even though I felt in many ways frustrated because certain actions I wanted to take, I couldn't. How well did I fare with the actions that I could take as it pertains to Sagittarian themes when the um, uh, retrograde started off? You know, dealing with our ability to expand, actions taking, dealing with our ability to expand, our ability to, you know, experience higher learning and long, go on long-distance journeys, all the way to now, uh, uh, observing how we deal with the actions we have been taking here recently as it pertains to Scorpio themes, the sign that it's stationing direct in as opposed to Sagittarius where it's stationed retrograde in and is going to now, as it's going direct, go back through from where it started retrograding from. And so Scorpionic themes that we've been reevaluating um, the actions that we uh, have been able to take and, and have been introspective about in a lot of the ways that we haven't been able to make power moves forward or felt like we could, um, uh, we, we've had to be in, become very introspective and, and where we couldn't press the other. And normally, you know, that's not a, the best MO anyway to try to make your power moves um through the manipulation of other people. It's a really low, I know that for a fact because I know that's a a very low vibrational manifestation of Scorpio energies. So this may be literally things that you've seen pop up in your reality where people are, uh, you know, trying to be coercive and covert. And in a Mars retrograde, that that wasn't going to work. You you were going to have to figure out something else, even if that is your typical M.O., and so, yeah, here in in Scorpionic waters, Mars has been very noticeable. You know, when you're dealing with uh, Scorpio um, that rules that's ruled by Pluto and governs the eighth house, is dealing with things of death and rebirth. That's not a light thing, death and, re- and rebirth. That deals with transformations. Transformations is not a light thing to to transform from a caterpillar to a butterfly. That's not a light thing. 
So this has not been, I mean, Scorpio, Pluto, Eighth House rules the taboo. It rules, you know, mysteries and the mysterious, and it governs, um, you know, very strong sexual themes that deal with power and, you know, um, on the very lowest aspects like jealousy and, you know, some really, some really intense things um, and themes. So uh, at the point of a station is always when a planet's uh, power is going to manifest itself most clearly to be seen and observed, okay? So definitely today, the day of station, the exact time, once again, I want to refer you back to last week's show, but just as a refresher, it's um, 6 p.m. Central this evening that it actually stations direct. So this very sensitive time really um, on the front end of that exact time and on this, the, what, what we're going to be going through as Mars. I don't think it'll take Mars, just on the the keywords of Mars and the descriptions of Mars, the, the uh, my observations personally of Mars, I don't think it's going to take a long time because Mars ain't ready. You know what I mean? Mars rules Aries. So Mars is not really waiting for 6 p.m. tonight to, you know, so I get that feel with it. So I, I personally am looking forward to being able to make some power moves again with fewer fewer energetic obstacles. Um, um, I've learned so much be, having to become consciously introspective about margin themes in my life that have forever changed and or at least going to be changed for the next two years when Mars want to station retrograde again or next. So I've got some nuggets, some margin nuggets to take with me over the next two years before Mars retrogrades again, and I, I really hope you guys do too. I've done um, everything that Spirit has led me to do with the platform of this show. Uh, you know, months in advance, I was talking to y'all about Mars retrograde. So I, I pray that I've done my part uh, to to fulfill my destiny of hooking y'all up a week ahead of time, sometimes months, sometimes months ahead of time. So y'all can be forewarned, which is to be forearmed with, with some tools that you can whoop up out your tool belt when you need to, to you know, uh, uh, master these here destinies of ours. So thank you so much once again for every listener, every, I see you, I literally see you, and um, I appreciate you. Let's keep it moving, y'all. Uh, so that's today. Um there was something that what else happened today? Oh, Mercury joins uh, the sun and Venus in Cancer today. So we're going to get into this Cancer energy real tough with the new moon, but let me let me let me get start start in on it right now uh just reminding y'all that today uh 6:24 p.m. Central Time Mercury does join the sun and Venus in Cancer. Cancer it's one of those energies that initially you may sleep on. It's a water sign, so that denotes emotions mainly. And um, it is a cardinal sign, but you tend to not really think about that. You think about Aries being a cardinal sign because, hell, it starts off all the, the entire of the 12 signs. It's the very first one. 
You think about um, Libra, uh, and uh, it's Libra governs more uh, relationships, but it sets off. It's another significant and pivotal point in the chart, just like um, with Aries ruling the first house. The first house sets off the the entire chart at the point of the ascendant. That's why you need to know your time of birth. And the very opposing side, the descendant, is where Libra governs in that seventh house. So that's the others in our lives. Our partnerships are, you know, relationships with any and everybody outside of ourselves, even our shadow selves is found there in the seventh house. So once again, another cardinal sign that has, you know, this glaring significance. Then you get to Capricorn, and you you see that off of a Capricorn. You tend to see the cardinalness off of them where they are even depicted Capricorn as being the boss. So you definitely see this ability to initiate, um, initiate and be in the ambitiousness of a cardinal sign. But when you get to cancer, or when I did, on the outset, I did not think of cardinal themes. So um, it's it's been really interesting this time around. And when I say this time around, I literally mean this time around for the sun specifically to be transiting through the constellation of cancer at this time. Um, I don't necessarily know a lot of cancer people. Um, you know, I do now know one very uh, quite well, um, and and I've always sensed that there was a, a quiet power in cancer. You know, cardinal signs are known for, um, you know, just they set they start the season. Okay, Aries starts off the spring. You know you'd be crunk when it's been all winter long. You can't wait till spring. You'd be ready. That's that Aries energy, right? We're in Cancer now that just set off the summer. Y'all know y'all been waiting on summertime. And and for with every other one, setting off the fall, setting off the winter, that's the energy of a cardinal sign, which Cancer is. And... Um, I, th- I think that that two two uh, especially here with a new moon and cancer coming up next week, I think it's imperative and it and it'll be powerful uh, for us when we are thinking about and planning for these new intentions that we're setting and this newness and this freshness that we want to infuse or need to some of us need it. We need an infusion of freshness in this these Cancerian waters. These Cancerian waters that run that run so deep when it comes to our very inner foundation, and that's why I gave the show the title that I gave it regarding uh, our inner foundation and feeling secure. That's what it's you know. That's what it's going to kind of come to for a lot of us when we're thinking about what ways we want to and intend to feel secure feel the security of having a home, which fourth house cancer, the moon governs and rules. The security of, uh, of, of, of our roots and where we come from. That's why it governs our ancestral line. And our heritage is found in this Cancerian um, water. 
And so Mercury enters it today. And it's no small wonder I have a mercurial. I was just telling y'all somebody was chatting me up on this Mercury day. As Mercury makes a, 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 takes a dive deep into this Cancerian territory, joining Sun and Venus, who who have who have been here since the summer solstice. So um, let me. No, no, no. That's in last week, so y'all got to go back and listen. I'm not going to take up uh, today's show to talk about it, but I did dive real good and deep last week, so enjoy. Um, And I'll kind of leave it at that. Uh, Also this week that we've been going through the mystical, magical, rectangle energy, powerful energy where Jupiter has been trining Pluto and Venus is trining Neptune, and they're they're just forming this... um, uh, this this uh, configuration in the sky right now. So, um, it's it's how Pluto is 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 easily and effortlessly being expanded by Jupiter. So everybody, it's ugh, it, the fact that it's happening at the time of a Mars station. It's just all very potent to me, and and it's popping up in so many people's realities around me and in my own experience. That you know, Mama Donna astrology definitely has been lit up and hit up, and I I, I appreciate that. Um, I, it's only me right now, so y'all bear with me. But so far, um, it's been nothing that I can't handle. But um, don't don't. What I will say about that emphatically <laughs> is don't miss out on a magical mystical configuration fucking around on a low vibration. And that's really short and it's sweet and it's to the point, and I really don't feel like I need to add a whole bunch to it. But, you know, considering everything that I said about it in last week's episode, please go back and listen to it so you can kind of break down these, these energies individually, Venus's role, Neptune's role, Jupiter's role and Pluto's role and their role for your particular sign, be it your sun sign, your moon sign, or your rising or ascendant sign. Please check that out. That's get the. Please do not miss out on this magical, mystical configuration and all its many blessings because you didn't know. Um, because I told you last week. Just click here in the episode description and it'll link you back to it. Um. So yeah, that's what I say about that. Just because it's so, it, 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 it the the level of um, complexities that the the different manifestations of you know people's experiences around me that have been popping up, I couldn't hit on every one. So in a general sweep, Okay, you guys, I'm not quite sure what happened, but it appears that I am back live into the show. So we're we're going to pick up right where we left off. And all I was saying was that for each of the instances, um, you know, that I've come in contact with in this very sensitive, powerful, magical, mystical week, um, the the thread that runs through every one of them, including mine, is a call to vibrating higher. I say it all the time, and 
you know, my mama's babies is on it. Y'all know my mama's babies is on it. They just, <laughs> oh, I got one of them. One mama's baby is on the road again. I mean, just this blissful thing after blissful thing, because that's when you're vibrating high, that's pretty much what you're going to get every time. You mess around and wake up every rising and start the day off with what you're thankful for about opening your eyes again. Go to bed every night being thankful for just being in a peaceful enough place to rest. (laughs) It's like it, it shifts your consciousness, it shifts your awareness, and it puts you energetically in a position to receive blissful things instead of pitiful things and experiences and relationships. (laughs) It's very important right now, my babies, to protect your energy at all costs. It's all you have to work with. Your creative energy that that Mars uh, represents a good majority of, astrologically speaking anyway, is valuable and is precious. And let this Mars retrograde have at least you know, shown you that if you've been observing it since April the 17th. That's a gift to be able to have conscious, aware, especially if you didn't have the four months to be introspective, conscious awareness of the actions that we are taking with our creative energy, our creative life force, our sexual energy. Mars turning in Scorpio, that it's deep, and some of it's taboo, and it's okay. There's higher manifestations of the Scorpio frequency too. It's okay. And so um, I definitely uh, just wanted to say that about also about last week's. I know I'm, I haven't jumped into the week ahead yet, but I knew that I wanted to mention just a couple of things before we did. Um, that should be it, yeah, because everything else kind of has to do with that. Yep, that's it. So the week ahead, we are covering Sunday, uh, July the 3rd through Saturday, July the 9th. And I'm just going to start out with the new moon in Cancer because we've kind of been talking about that energy anyway with Mercury going into Cancer this evening and um, joining the sun and Venus. Um, And so... I think that's a good progression into the week ahead, although technically uh, there's a Sun-Neptune trine that precedes the new moon there on Sunday, 6.01 a.m. Central Time. You can read that into the, that, that is going, that energy is going to be read into this new moon um, um, energy anyway because it involves the sun, the sun trining Neptune. So it's not like I'm completely skipping it, but I'll read it in context of the new moon itself. Um, shout out to Astrology King. So, so such wonderful information um, and helps us navigate our way uh, through some of these interpretations. I much appreciate um, Jamie over there. And new moon. 
you know I got horoscopes for all y'all, so I'm going to hit you up. Look, know your sun sign. That's great. You know the day you were born. That's wonderful. My mama's babies and a lot of people that actually contact me that that don't sign on or subscribe, uh, but, you know, we do whatever else. Um, they know they're ascended. Like they, the, even the callers, you can go back into some of the archives, and the callers are like, you know, yeah, I have a um, um, a Sag Sun and a Leo Moon, and I, uh, you know, and a, a Gemini Rising, and so, and they in that order. So that's amazing and wonderful. If you know all three, you can listen out when I do the horoscopes. For your sun sign, yes, because that's going to talk about how this energy is going to manifest more through your self-expression and your will, what you will and won't do, and your ego, and and by way of, you know, the goals that you set for yourself. Um, And then you can listen out for your moon sign, especially if you're a woman, because that's going to talk about your emotions, and it's going to talk about what makes you comfortable, and it's going to talk about... um, uh, you know, what emotionally is is going to be satisfying to you, especially when we're breaking down the houses that each sign is experiencing a particular energy through, okay, generally. Um, to get more specific and detailed about your chart, once again, know your time of birth, and we can look into stuff like that. That's what I do for my mama's babies. Uh, and definitely your rising and ascendant sign. That's the third thing you want to listen out for. Uh, because that's going to talk about things you're more likely to experience through your physical body, things you're more likely to be seen by others in in that light, okay? So with that being said, I'm not going to start with the horoscopes, but we are going to break down this new moon in cancer, y'all. We're going to have our inner foundation rock solid by the time we get through with this show today. Let's get it. Um, 13 degrees, Cancer, if you have anything at 13 degrees, Cancer, a personal planet or point there um, within five degrees on either side, I would say. Um, and so that includes all the other cardinal signs, Cancers, Aries, Libra, and Capricorn, then this Cancer new moon is most likely to personally affect you. Um a significant player in this new moon is this Saturn and Neptune, okay, by way of the square that's still going on. Um, this particular energy of Saturn squaring Neptune that plays a significant role energetically at the time of this new moon in Cancer here on Monday the 4th, it, it talks about an energy of fear. Okay, paranoia, and 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 when you think about Saturn squaring off against Neptune, you know, real, Saturn representing realism, and on the low end, pessimism. Okay, squaring off against our very vivid imagination. <laughs> so you see, with that, how fear can come into play. How you're you you've imagined something so pessimistic. You know that 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 you you're breeding fear now with this energy. You've allowed the square, the challenge of the square, the test of the square. You've allowed it to manifest on a low vibration of fear and paranoia. Um, and so, 
with it impacting the new moon astrology, you've got to read that into the next four weeks until the next new moon that we have um, in August, okay? So keep that in mind as well. Um, what Saturn and Neptune squaring off does give us energetically on a higher note, though, are tools to resolve um, a problem area, a big, huge, major problem area in your life that is surrounding um, um, themes of anxiety, guilt, and fear, okay? It's challenging us for a reason, and it's not so we can become paranoid and fearful of everything and everybody. It's so that we can develop some tools, like I always say about the square, something can be built on the square. Even in the midst of a test and challenge, you can, something wants, is being produced. Something wants to be produced. So you don't have the, we, at least me and my mama's babies, we don't have the luxury of giving in to fear, giving in to the challenge or or the test. We are mastering our destinies over here, and we're using astrology to do it. And I'm I'm, I'm giving y'all a heads up right now that you're being handed some tools that you're going to use later. So the test and the challenge is worth it, and it's divine, and it's purposeful, and you should be thankful. We should be thankful. You could, it could, if if you're not dealing with this energy well, in addition to paranoia and fear, you could be experiencing feelings of inadequacy or weakness. Okay, but if you're dealing with the challenge. from the standpoint of receiving the nuggets from it, then you are overcoming the challenges. You are passing the test. You're acing the test right now. You're mastering your destiny because you don't give a fuck about no fear. You got tools that you can use on down the line. You got some wisdom that you've attained that you can build something on, that you can build some of this cancer, cancer, this cancer new moon that wants to build a home and a foundation and security and a family, Some put down some roots, feeling at home within yourself, feeling comfortable within yourself. The fourth house cancer ruling the most private part of the chart. When you're home alone, Nobody's around. Do you feel comfortable within yourself without calling somebody or texting somebody or scrolling through a timeline for validating memes? That's what cancer ain't no punk. Cancer, cancer, any cardinal sign is a sign that. It don't need. It don't. It ain't waiting on. It ain't really waiting on nothing. Like you know, cancer does kind of rule the home, and you you can feel comfortable and all that. But when cancer raises a grab with them claws, it needs no introduction. It needs no invitation. It's a cardinal sign. It sets it off. It starts off the season, summer. Okay, 
So keep these energetic imprints and images uh, and descriptions of these energies in mind as you're going through your day-to-day life. That's why I'm on here talking about it, so you can recognize it, so you can pinpoint it, so you can target it, so you can intend it, so you can initiate it, so you can instigate it. Come on, we're getting into this cancer energy. Mercury done went into cancer now. So that rules our minds and our thoughts we're going to be thinking about it. I done dropped it on your mind, okay? Y'all going to be thinking about it and moving with it. And in that energy, Mercury has a certain sense of fluidity and flow, uh, just like the flow of information and communication. Um, That's why it governs travel, Mercury does. And so Mercury went into Cancer today, and we're talking about this new moon energy as it relates to Cancer as well. A new moon, of course, we just had a Sagittarius new moon. Um, Y'all, the phone's making that noise again that it made when it disconnected earlier, so if it does, just bear with me. I'll call back in, Um, but I'm going to keep it pushing. Um, The new moon, as opposed to this Sagittarius full moon that we just had where the sun and the moon were directly opposite each other, at the time of the new moon in Cancer, both sun and moon will be together at the exact same degree um, in Cancer at 13 degrees, uh, actually 12 degrees and 54 minutes. So, um, And it's this time, the reason why when I started the show and I talked to you all about the shedding kind of energy of the waning moon and the releasing and the letting go and the surrendering and accepting that we're all yet doing in preparation uh, for this new moon, um, it's, it's making way for the emptiness, the darkness, the blankness, when you don't see any any of the illuminated or white part of the moon in the sky at a new moon, that like it will be in the sky on July 4th, here coming up on Monday. And so um, it just, you know, it's like a blank slate. It's a blank moon, dark moon, new moon, like a blank slate. And so all everything is up for initiation, what you want to start, what you want to initiate, you know, how you want to move forward in light of these new tools, with these new tools you, you, you're getting or you got, okay? And so um, I'll, say, I'll say getting because the Saturn-Neptune square has been going on a little while. So, you know, what, where do you want to go next, especially as it relates to home, family, where you come from, uh, your past, um, uh, cancer rules, the mother and breasts and women in general. So, you know, um, maybe you're a man who hasn't had the best dealings with the women in his life and hasn't necessarily treated them the best thing. You want to initiate something new around this time of July the 4th in that area that you want to, um, you know, monitor over the next four weeks for completion and for advancement and growth. So that's just one, you know, possibility for for somebody out there around the time of this Cancer New Moon, um, July 2016. But you definitely um, are putting yourself in the forefront. You're initiating it. It, it this, this should feel, you know, 
kind of like, you know, it's spring equinox and when Aries season set off the entire new zodiacal year. It's not going to feel like that because it's not Aries season, but it's another initiatory, cardinal, start of a new season, um, new moon that that can really put us in a new direction that we actually want to go in, that we actually feel at home in, that we actually feel comfortable in, that we actually feel nurtured in. Cancer is a very nurturing energy. So continue to keep these um, words in mind as the week ahead unfolds, okay? Um, behave, old behavior patterns, okay? Um, old beliefs, um, old habits. Are, are at a point where they're being questioned because you do want to do something new. Maybe it's relational with you, and it's not necessarily a new person, okay? Maybe it's just a new way of being with that person. Or maybe it's even a new, even within the context of being within a relationship, maybe it's a new way of being for you, that over the course of the next four weeks you will get to observe how that thing that you do have control of, that you can initiate and give impetus to where you don't have to wait on another and you get to see for yourself there in your most private parts that nobody else is privy to or has access to. You get to see, monitor, and observe over the next four weeks after the point of this um, Cancer New Moon what seeds can grow in the fertile soil of a new moon, uh, given that kind of conscious awareness of what you're doing and where you're going and, and how you, and what changes you want to make or see or be. So new moons are the perfect time to make a fresh start. If you need a fresh start, this is your new moon. I'm here to tell you, most personal, most private at the core of who you are, new moon. And, um, you know, get out the pen and paper. It's okay to not swipe. It's okay to not type. Let, allow the energy of Mercury, uh, especially entering Cancer. I think this is a divine starting today since Mercury entered Cancer. This is the time, babies. Between now and that new moon, get to writing all the Cancerian things that you want to initiate or breathe fresh energy into, okay, fresh starts. And so, um, you know, just like with Aries, I always talk about new moons kind of having an Aries first house, Mars fresh energy, ready to go. Just like I talked about with Mars stationing, that energy is ready, okay? So we're going to be ready to initiate and make fresh starts in a lot of new areas and ways, okay? I always talk about, well, not here on the air, but here recently, you know, digging into these energies with my mom, my mama's babies. Um, I've been, you know, it's been coming up that the first house, Mars, Aries, fresh starts, new moon, is like a good brainstorming energy because it's a blank slate. What you want to do with a blank chalkboard, but draw or write a whole bunch of stuff on it. You know, when when you were a child, you just wanted to get up to that chalkboard and just write some stuff. You didn't care what it was, makeup stuff, just write everybody's name, you know, start drawing. You just want to fill it up. So fill it up. Get, get Mercury's entering Cancer today. Fill it. Start filling it up. 
I don't care if you start out with a a, a, a notepad, a, a three and a half by five business card, uh, index card. Fill it up. Fill it up, front front and back. That's that's the mama daughter. Uh, you know, I did uh, at the last new moon in Gemini. I did the new moon. Um, you know, uh, activities for each sign. I got one for everybody. And I'm going to tell you, uh, nope, I've already hooked y'all up with, um, no, I'm going to tell y'all in this show, the Cancer New Moon specific Cancer. I've done the Sun and Venus and Mercury being in Cancer horoscopes for every sign in the last show. Uh, But this show I'm going to do specifically New Moon horoscopes for every sign, okay? I'm getting to it. We're almost there. Um, But I'm just setting you up so when I do get to the horoscope part, you can take the context. All I'm doing in the horoscope part is telling y'all what house it falls in. The houses represent the specific area of your life that you can easily narrow it down as to where to place your energetic focus. Sun Sun and Venus have already been in Cancer for a, a a while, a little while now. So our self-expression, you know, all the cancers in your life, they, you know, all just on one, feeling themselves, you know, that energy is intensified and on this, on full display with the sun there, right, shining in cancer. And Venus right there, harmonizing, being diplomatic, governing the love and the money and the what we value, okay? But then here today, Mercury joins. So we now we're getting our minds right around this cancer energy with Mercury coming on the cancer scene, okay? And so we're leading up even, and, and, and with that mental energy comes, Mercury governs that writing too. So now is a, is a divine time to get on that. And like my mama's babies know the power of the written word. It's undeniable. It's unmistakable. It's, it, it, I, I'm not going to square them off against each other, you know, the written word versus the spoken word, but I would say it's as powerful. But even more so because you have a record of it. If you are going to do a spoken word, record yourself. Keep a log of your vocal recordings so you can observe over time, like we do with my mama's babies, we record every session. So they have access at any point in time, and I, I can see the stats on that too. I know they go back and listen to them, and they can glean, you know, these nuggets as it pertains to transits that were happening on a week from, from one week to the next week basis. So shout out to my mama's babies. I done, I done mentioned y'all a few times in the show already, but just a, 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 a personal shout out to my mama's babies. I love y'all. Uh, y'all are all my favorite, <laughs> and it's just a delight and a pleasure to work with y'all from one week to the next. It's been a beautiful experience, and I'm happy to participate with y'all. Love y'all. So um, in addition to, yeah, I pretty much gave y'all the meat and potatoes of just a new moon. Now, this particular new moon with Saturn and Neptune square being involved, uh, you know, you'll see the fear and the paranoia in our external world as well as our internal world if if the vibration's not high. And I know y'all know for a fact 
is some folks out here on TV <laughs> for all to see vibe and love. So you 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 may see more manifestations even externally. Uh, you will likely of of just fear and paranoia to the max. You know these these negative manifestations of what happens when people don't know about the tools that they got access to. This is no religious thing. Everybody got the tools. Yeah, and I'm just on here sharing, sharing, talking about it. And so, uh, yeah, Saturn-Neptune is, 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 these tools are going to help us resolve problems, existing problems in our lives, okay? The problems in our lives that are causing the worry and the concern that on the low end leads to fear and paranoia when you don't know that you can master that ish and you don't have to deal with no BS like being paranoid and living a fearful, raggedy life. And so, um, you know, this is the energy where you can get, like, phobic and phobias. You, I mean, I experienced it before. I, I've never really stuttered. But for, it was this weird moment in time. I think it was completely spiritual now in retrospect, along with some other mystical spiritual experiences I've had um, in the course of my lifetime here. But um, I stuttered for like, I guess like a month, on and off, but mostly on, and it was annoying, and it was just random to me. And so um, I think that's another kind of energy where fear and paranoia and phobias can manifest unconscious. I think for me it was unconscious because I have no idea. I, I was like an older teenager when it happened, like 17, 16. But they can definitely be, you know, acted upon um, more consciously. Um, depression social anxiety, eating disorders. You see what I'm saying with this energy? And so you definitely, vibrating high also includes this ability to appreciate and love yourself because when you give in to these feelings of being inadequate, that's your fear of being inadequate, fear of not being enough. Fear of not being good enough, not doing well enough, not going far enough, not being short, tall enough, not being short enough, not being skinny. It can go on endlessly. And that's why fear is mostly described as, you know, um, false evidence appearing real and, and characterized so much so because a lot of it, and with Neptune being involved, a lot of it is just in our imagination. A lot of it is just due to low manifestations of Neptune in our lives, Dr- excessive drinking, come on, uh, uh, excessive, you know, mind-altering drug usage, low manifestations of Neptune during a Saturn-Neptune square. I, I already talked about the low man- manifestations of Saturn on the Saturn end, but I, I up until now hadn't mentioned the Neptune end and its potential low manifestations of lying. Come on, being being uh, deceptive and 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 intentionally causing confusion and being confusing, okay, and and so there's just there's a lot of potential um, areas for pro- uh, problem areas relating to to grief also to grief um, and disappointment. And disappointment for sure, 
okay? And so, uh, once again, I want y'all to continue to keep in mind uh, the tools that you're being given access to, okay? The very tools to solve the problem that you perceive to, to exist, okay? And so, there's a lot going on. I hit up Saturn Square Neptune. Saturn trying Neptune starts our week ahead off before the new moon. And so just so you'll be able to point that out of a lineup, let me um, just mention that uh, there's creative self-expression um, with a, Saturn, a sun trying to Neptune, the very Neptune we were just talking about on the low end. On the highest end, there's creativity there, okay, um, in those Neptunian waters. Um, there's spirituality there. Um, so your spiritual state will be um, easily, more easily perceptible to you more than likely with the sun trining Neptune. Um, uh, there's a, there's a selflessness there with Neptune on the highest highest end, just unconditional love, okay? And so that's another thing that is getting this easy and effortless flow of, of energy from the sun, energizing it so that that is going to add to the theme of this new moon and add to the energy. You need You need a little unconditional love to easily and effortlessly flow to you when you um, are dealing with these low vibrational manifestations. And what do you think is going to happen to the people around you? You see what I'm saying? With the fear and prayer, everybody's not out here mastering their destiny. And so you're going to see these manifestations of fear and paranoia, and they're going to need a little unconditional love. They're going to need these higher manifestations of Neptune. Thank God the sun is trying Neptune at the time of this new moon with Saturn squaring Neptune. The sun is just trying it to, to, to shine that light easily and effortlessly for those who consciously want to participate. <laughs> Um, and some even unconsciously. I love when Brother Ampu talks about, you know, certain relatives and, you know, people that have these um, amazing experiences that know nothing about astrology, but they're vibing high so they don't miss out. They're vibing high enough not to miss out knowing astrology or not, and I, I know that's what led me here and along my path. I'm, what, a year on the radio and three years even – coming across this information, but it took a hold of me. It was in me already all along, not knowing anything about astrology. That's why I can speak so emphatically to you guys because I know it's in you too. And I'm just here by way of the show every week, by way of the um, consults and weekly reports from my mama's babies every week uh, to continue to help facilitate that. There was a shift that happened you know, around the 2012 area, and um, this is the age of Aquarius, this is the age of astrology, this is the age of, um, you know, the future, and so I'm here ahead of time, <laughs> every time, to help y'all, uh, you know, navigate your way through mastering your destiny using these here tools. I got some new tools I want to use with y'all, and I wanted to start one today, but um Looks like it'll be next week. But uh, back to sun shining Neptune, um, you know, that's going to bring in on the, on the high end even dreams, okay? 
that's governed in that 12th house Neptune area. So these are high manifestations of Neptune that you can look to if the Saturn square is is giving you fits. I always uh, tell my mama's babies to either manifest, you know, Neptune on that higher energy or uh, step your, your Saturnian game up too uh, with this when Neptune uh, – you know, can be manifesting on a low end. You can you can introduce that Saturnian energy where you are being more, um, you know, where, where fear and paranoia and all these low manifestations of Saturn squaring Neptune try to creep in. That's when you get Saturn wants to be realistic and practical. Fear isn't real. So when you introduce, if you can't muster up the unconditional love and the selflessness and the forgiveness and the surrender and the acceptance that the higher manifestations of Neptune require, see if you can step up your Saturn energy. Instead of being all pessimistic and negative with it, you can raise that Saturnian vibration and simply just be more, look, instead of getting mad, look, for all the people that scared of folks and scared of people and, you know, I, I just, you know, I, I don't fool with people because I'm just scared of getting hurt. Uh, Yeah, or, or <laughs> you know, as opposed to just not fooling with anybody ever or, you know, fooling with people on these low, manifest, uh, low vibrational manifestational uh, situationships, you can step your Saturn game up and become more responsible about who you lay down with. Become more discriminating, practical, and realistic about who you invest time and energy into. You can become, you know, more, uh, I love about the Saturnian energy that it, it's a paring down that it's doing. It's trimming the fat. You can do that too. Or you can just be all negative and pessimistic. <laughs> you know, either or. You, We choose. You can you can be all scared that, you know, on the low manifestation of Neptune that, you know, everybody's going to lie to you and deceive you and you can't trust nobody. Or you can raise that Neptunian vibration and be real accepting of the fact that most people lie at some point, that most people lie probably regularly about different things, which would make all of us liars to certain extents but that you can be accepting, raise that Neptunian vibration, accept that fact, forgive the liar in you first, because the only reason a liar is popping up in your reality is because it's a liar in you that wants to be acknowledged, that wants to be merged with another Neptune, very Neptunian vibration, the merging, the all-oneness. And so I want y'all to keep that in mind as well. Uh, I'm really settling into the Look, the moon's in Taurus, y'all. <laughs> I'm sinking in, baby. And and Taurus is somewhere around my 12th house uh, in my chart. So, you know, endlessly I can be uh, talking about the energy surrounding this new moon in Cancer here on Monday the 4th. Uh, I will mention in addition to Sun trying Neptune that, of course, whatever the Sun's doing at the time of a new moon, the Moon's doing it too since they're right there together, and the Moon's going to introduce the uh, emotional element to this, this self-same energy of the Neptune trine. So that's easy and effortless flow. 
to and from our emotions, Neptunian energy, imagination once again, creativity satisfying us emotionally, that energy satisfying us. So we're going to want to, you know, dream up. It's so beautiful at a, at a new moon because you're thinking, you know, fresh starts and, you know, and new initiatives and new intentions, especially for us this time around, surrounding these themes of feeling at home within ourselves, strong, solid inner foundation, uh, the, putting down roots. Come on. Uh the women in our lives, the women that we are. Let's get it, y'all. So dreaming up or fantasizing about something is is a very conducive energy and emotionally satisfying with the moon trining Neptune, Um, especially as it relates to partnerships. The sun and moon being together in the sky at the time of a new moon is going to trigger and and activate partnerships in our lives for sure. That sun and moon together, I I call it getting married. When the two planets conjunct in the the sky, you know, that's to the them. The sun and moon are getting in the sky. So, um, you know, part of dreaming about, fantasizing about um, uh, an ideal partner, Neptune has a real, the very opposite of Saturn energy to, to Saturn's realism. Neptune is idealism, okay? And so um, we you could easily meet a special someone with this easy, effortless flow of energy from the planet of unconditional love, okay, and creativity and imagination to um, this particular new moon for us all. And so, uh, you know, with Neptune being so idealistic, any relationship that would come together at this time, here and within the next, like, four weeks, okay, during the time of this Cancer New Moon season, uh, it would probably feel like a soulmate type of thing. It would probably feel really ideal, okay? And so... um, uh, cancer is also a water sign. Like I said, it's it. I, I said the word deep earlier, and I usually associate that with Scorpio. Um, any uh, good astrologer likely would. But I said deep for Cancer once again. It is at the very bottom of that astrological wheel. It is the most private place in the chart. It is where we feel most at home within ourselves. And so for that, I gave it uh, the the attribute of being deep and a deep, you know, watery, emotional, sensitive place for, for any energy to be, let alone a new moon, okay? And so that where where there's water, there should be access to this intuition as well, because there within our emotions, when we're not too paranoid or fearful to feel them, uh, you know, to feel the weight of, uh, you know, well, hell, the shadows. The, I, there's a liar in me too that the the shadow. That's how you know it's dealing with your shadow when it pops up in other people. That is both governed on that descendant, the, the, the seventh house cusp. Other people and our shadow selves. And so, um, you know, our intuition is being activated with this new moon in Cancer. And so I want y'all to go with your guts. Do not uh, abandon yourself <clears throat> at this sensitive time. Be very nurturing to yourself, okay? 
consider your personal needs strongly when you're setting these new intentions um, and consider what makes you feel at home within yourself when you're by yourself, when no one else is around, uh, because that's going to be important to carry you through the this entire uh, summer season, okay? All right, let's keep it moving. Uh, there's also a Mercury trine to Neptune that's significant in this um, new moon energy uh, that is a beautiful, another really creative energy since it's Neptune, but when you add mer- the Mercury energy in there, uh, you can really do some mental work of, of potentially of adding or helping you in your problem-solving endeavors. Once again, whoop it showing you easily and effortlessly how to whip out these tools, okay, that are being produced with these challenging tests that we've been experiencing within our relationships, okay? And it's and within and with this being a cancer new moon, even within our relationships to ourselves at, at our most core level of who we are, including our shadow self, okay? And so, um you, it's definitely denoting even still even more sensitivity energetically and vibrationally once again. When I gave you all the, the heads up about this mystical, magical rectangle energy that we're still um, living through right now and experiencing, the if you and, and even with the Brother Ampus, you know, people who don't even know astrology, they just vibrate high enough to not miss out on the good stuff. That's coming up again with Mercury uh, trining Neptune, okay, because it's even more psychic sensitivity, but then you're adding this mercurial element to it, which could, on the low end, bring some old tricky energy your way. But if 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 you're not down there with the bottom figure scavenging, you don't have to even worry about that, okay? Uh, but yeah, but you're gonna be. We're we're going to be very sensitive to other people's thoughts, to other people's feelings, even more so. Okay, and even if we aren't normally, we will. We we are now, um, leading up to this new moon here on Monday. Uh, definitely let your gut be your guide. Okay, right now let your gut be your guide. Your gut is gonna be your guide because when that stomach starts twisting up. When you start trying to do things the way you've been doing them, but something new is trying to be birthed and come through, this uh, new moon ruling mothers and women. So uh, let that gut guide you. And um, let's see. I think that's all I really want to dig into because I really want to give y'all these horoscope goodies from uh, the Dark Pixie Astrology, okay? So let's just hop on to it so we can make this thing personal for y'all. And I do see y'all on the line. I appreciate y'all. Um, I see you with your hand up. Let me look and see how much time I have left. I can take a question. Let's get into it. 
All right, caller. Now, let me tell you, caller from the 561, my phone is doing this weird noise, so I'm going to try my best to hear you. If I can't hear you, please, please, please don't hesitate there in the episode info to click on the uh, one-click email access to Mama Dada, and, you know, we'll we'll link up some kind of way, I promise. So um, I'm going to try. Bear with me. Caller from the 561, you're live on the air with Mama Dada. Peace. Hi, this is Lena. This is who? Lena. Okay, can you spell it for me? Because the phone's breaking up a little. L-E-N-A. Lena, okay, okay. Uh, And we've spoken before. Yeah, and I got a cancer rising, and I'm really feeling this moon, so... You say you're a cancer rising. Huh? Uh oh. You say you're a know. cancer rising. Yeah, I'm a cancer Can rising with a pipe. I got a sun with a cancer rising, the Aries moon. And you say it's going how for you? I'm at a job part-time for seven months now and I am just at my wits and I got two interviews lined up one tomorrow and another one next week and I'm hoping this new moon will bring me a new job I know that it will this is the cancer new moon Um, something wants to change and it wants to change in a big way because the new moon is already this new energy I don't care every month we get a new moon and so uh, that already definitely wants to bring us something new. But then in your sign, okay, that's another big hint that something new. Because when it's in your sign, you can you can do something new. It's like that bl- uh, blank slate I was telling you about. And for you, you already you've written on your chalkboard new job, and you've taken up the whole chalkboard and written new job for sure. That's what you want. And so, uh, and then even with it being in cancer, being a cardinal sign that is ready, that's really not waiting on anybody. You weren't waiting on something to happen at your current job. You already started looking for new jobs, you know. And so I fully expect in a general sense without looking at your chart and breaking everything down point by point, uh, I generally feel that you're, something wants to happen new. I want you to give it the course of the four weeks, the full four weeks from the new, the cancer new moon until the new moon in August. Uh, you know, before you say, well, uh, nothing came through or, you know, go with what maybe you, they all get back with you and you have to choose. So uh, so consider that you have some time here to watch this thing play out and manifest. And, you know, I, I, I encourage you. I hope you get exactly what you're looking for. And if you do need any personalized um, assistance, don't hesitate to you know, act, um, get in contact with me. Thank you so much for listening and raising your hand. Yeah, good luck. And call back in and let us know how it went. <laughs> Thanks, Lena. Peace. All right, y'all, let's keep it moving. We are, you know what, I'm starting off with cancer and horoscope. So, Lena, stay tuned. You're coming up right now. Uh, For all my cancers out there, 
this once again, it's it's a blank board for you. So this is your time to shine. The spotlight of the sun is on you. And so that could definitely have you excited and enthusiastic and, like I say, ready to go, ready to make a move and not really waiting on anybody to do anything. Um, and you're wanting to focus on starting something new. Like for Lena, it's a new job. So pick a project, a plan an idea, or a journey that can lead to positive developments here over the next month or so on the short end. Of course, for longer-term goals, I I call getting a job a short-term goal because you kind of need or want one right away. Um, But even on the long term here in six months, you could see some of your longer-term goals, your bigger goals manifest um, from what you're initiating and starting right now. Okay, Cancer? So, um, and for you, actually, yeah, this is y'all solar return. It's your birthday. It's your birthday. I shouted y'all out last show, but definitely I want to shout out all my cancers. I can't wait to celebrate my cancer. Um, And so um, for y'all, not only uh, here in the next month or even the next six months, but for the next year specifically, y'all cancer have an opportunity to sow a really powerful seed right now that could have ramifications for your next 360 degrees, okay? Um, So, yeah, you definitely want to get started. Take your first steps now, whatever it is, you know, sow those seeds now at this Cancer New Moon and see how far you can get uh, with the energy and the enthusiasm that you have access to right now, okay, Cancer? Um, Make the most of it. This is your new moon for the year. And make sure I don't have anything else for y'all, Cancers. And the courage, you can fix whatever you start later in the month and sort through your financials. Keep your financial um, goals in mind as well, Cancer. Um, if if it's not a financial goal already, definitely get have one in mind that you can focus on for the next month, six months, or a year. Libra. Mama's Libras, um, you are dealing with the, you're experiencing the Cancer New Moon through your 10th house of goals and life direction where you're headed in life, okay, Libra? So definitely you can set a new goal for yourself at this time, uh, make progress with a goal you already have or are presented with an opportunity to pursue one of your goals, okay? So be ready for whatever, however, um, the, the newness of the new moon wants to manifest by way of your goals, Libra, okay? You can benefit also 10th house rules, elders, okay? You can benefit from your elders. You can make good impressions, and you can present yourself well. You can become more ambitious and focused on things long-term, okay, Libra? You can really work hard, Libra, and smart um, and make progress with the goals that you focus on, okay? So try, try, try to be as productive as you can, my Libras, and focus on the goals that will have the most positive impact on your life so you can feel even more inspired. It will be easier to pursue them when you're feeling good about them and what happens when these goals are achieved and reached, okay? Uh, be it in a month you reach them, in the next six months or uh, or the next six months. The only one that's looking at this long term for the year is Cancer. Capricorn, Capricorn, you just like Cancer and just 
like um, Libra, your fellow cardinal signs, are dealing with this new moon mm-hmm. from cardinal forces. So y'all have a lot of um, mm-hmm. y'all have hold on y'all. Okay. Y'all have a lot of cardinal energy. Y'all have the double, double the, these first four horoscopes I'm doing for Cancer, Libra, Capricorn, and Aries, and especially Cancer, since y'all are setting off your new year ahead. This is double cardinal energy y'all are experiencing this new moon through. The cardinal energy that you are by way of your sun sign and the cardinal energy by way of the house that this new moon is moving through for you as that um, particular sun, moon, or rising sign, okay? Even if these cardinal signs are your rising sign, even if these cardinal signs are your moon sign, take heed that there's an emphasis on this energy that wants to ambitiously uh, move forward. Okay, make power moves, right? And so, no pressure, cardinal signs, but you know, make sure that your next move is your best move. There's a double emphasis on making sure that it is okay. Capricorn, your seventh house is being um, activated, so you can easily at this time enter into a new partnership or relationship. Uh, business or personal, you can make a compromise uh, at this time, a new compromise or a new agreement, a new negotiation. Um, You can strike a new balance, um, and you can definitely be more charming at this time as well. Uh, Capricorn, you can benefit from a partner, okay? All you you boss Capricorns out there that think y'all don't need nobody, at this time you're going to feel it. Uh, especially with cancer being y'all, you know, naturally opposing cancer. Is, for for any Capricorn, cancer is the natural opposite partner for you. And so, you know, you definitely desire someone, you know, that would nurture you and um, be a stabilizing force that you can feel at home with. So Capricorns, for sure, uh, you can ben- know that you can benefit if you link up. Um, you may see the benefits here over the next month. You may see them over the next six months, okay, Capricorn? Um, and you can just benefit from people around you. Seventh house is the house of other, anybody outside of you. So if you're going it alone around the new moon in Capricorn, just know that you could be missing out on some benefits. And um, someone in your life may also get an opportunity around you, a new opportunity. Okay, Cap. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Okay, you could be willing to make a stronger commitment around this time at the new moon, a new commitment within a, a partnership, Capricorn, and uh, that could benefit you. And um, if you're single then you, uh, you're you not going to really want anything casual. You're probably going to prefer someone a little bit more serious, um, especially as the month progresses. Maybe not here initially at the new moon, but Capricorn, because you're making these new moves, 
um, setting these new intentions and new initiatives in the area of your partnership by the end of the month, you definitely are going to want to see, you know, at that full moon in a couple of weeks, you're going to want to think or see that the new initiative that you made uh, bore fruit, okay, at the time of manifestation, time of the full moon, okay? If you are in a relationship, Capricorn, you're going to definitely want to work on the relationship nearing the end of the month and grow closer, okay? Aries, you're the last cardinal sign um, that I'm reading for in these horoscopes, and it's going through, yes, like I said before, a cardinal house, a fourth house that rules cancer (laughs) or is governed by cancer, okay? So it's bringing in themes for you, Aries, it's going to be a double cancer kind of theme going on for you. And so there's this extra encouragement and support and energy when it talks about your home, okay? So you can start a new and family and feeling at home within yourself, okay? So you can start a new home improvement project, Aries. You can move. You can redecorate. You can do something to improve things at home, and you can make yourself more comfortable, Um you can spend more time with relatives or family, uh, the family you grew up with. Um, you could be presented with an opportunity through a relative or have a relative, you know, um, something new happen with them. You can be more supportive um, and encouraging or receive more support, new support, new encouragement around this time and over the course of the next um, month or six months um, when it relates to these Cancerian themes, and you can work on broadening your own support system as well. You can feel more positive emotionally. You can have new, fresh energy. I told you all cancer governs, you know, this, this, this emotional realm. And so with new moon in your cancer house at the time of cancer could definitely be a boost to your emotions, a newness, a fresh start emotionally for you, positively. Um, and so... Um, any positive project, venture, idea can definitely be initiated uh, from the ground up now that um, can, in the next six months, uh, even 12 months, Aries, um, with it being at the bottom. You're basically, Aries, you're, you're starting from the bottom, like literally, energetically. So make it a heck of a start, okay, Aries? Y'all know how to do that anyway, so I'm not worried about none of y'all. Scorpio, um, you are experiencing the new moon in Cancer through the ninth house that wants to have adventures and fun and humorous. So you can easily, um, Scorpio, have a new experience, go somewhere new, um, feel more adventurous, plan a new trip, study something new, feel enthusiastic about your what you believe. You can teach something to someone probably out of that enthusiasm for your beliefs, kind of like I do, um, although I don't really consider astrology to be a belief system as opposed to a study. That's why it ends in ology. So it's facts being studied. Um, but you can definitely, Scorpio, be more optimistic in general. And you can, because ninth house is, you know, Sagittarius rules, so it's all about optimism and positivity. And you can focus on, which is a wonderful house to have energy through at a new moon period, because you want to start your new thing in this positive, optimistic territory for sure, this higher territory. 
and so uh, expansive territory. Come on, Scorpio. You can focus on opportunities to expand your life and explore the world. Pisces, Pisces, y'all are hitting it from a high level just like, see, this is a cancer new moon. So just like Scorpio, you know, expanding, Pisces, Scorpio, and Cancer are all water signs, so y'all get to share in this new moon Cancer energy with your Cancer sisters, okay? And so, uh, Pisces, you are dealing with this new moon from a fifth house perspective. You can start a new creative project or venture, um, get attention or praise, or you can feel more um, positive or take up a new hobby. Fifth house is uh, ruled by the sun, so that's, that's that light is shining on you, Pisces, okay? Um, and fifth house is the house of fun and all things enjoyable. So what a heck of a house to have a new moon and cancer through, especially when you're talking about feeling at home within yourself, building, strengthening, solidifying your inner foundation through the house of fun, Pisces. Get it, okay? Um, fifth house also governs romance and dating. So you can be more romantic, Pisces, and if you're single, you can work on meeting someone new. If you're in a relationship, you can make it feel fresh and new again, okay? Uh, your area of romance and dating is being beautifully uh, lit up uh, by this new moon. Uh, Pisces, just continue to keep um, themes in mind of vibrating high, okay? Uh you could just be more playful, more romantic, more charming, Pisces. And um, if you're single, it can be a really good time to put yourself out there. And if you're in a relationship, it can be a good time to make it feel fresh with this new moon energy by way of having fun and being playful, just doing something to make it feel like it did when you first met, sparking the flame of love over again so you can connect again, okay? Leo, you definitely can benefit uh, while you're in the background or out of the spotlight, kind of working behind the scenes or closed doors uh, over the next uh, uh, definitely couple of weeks, four weeks, six months, okay, Leo? Uh, You can work on your plans and ideas when no one is paying attention, okay? Everybody, you don't have to tell a soul right now because if it's, if you're having a new moon in your 12th now, Leo, that means next month, Leo season, woo, woo, you're going to be having a new moon in your sign. So it's not time yet. Your time to shine is next month. So right now you're free to do things your own way. Ain't nobody really studying you. They're studying cancer right now. <laughs> you can set the stage now uh, for the good energy to come when the new moon does occur in your signs. So you're getting ready. You're in prep mode. You're in rest mode. You're in meditation mode. You're in chill mode right now, Leo. And this can be a good new moon to focus on your more 12th house Neptune spiritual side, your intuition, and clearing out the clutter. 12th house is the house of endings, okay? And just like in the in the theme and the energy of this waning full moon in Sagittarius we're coming up off of, you're, you're still in that mood. You're still in that mode. You're still in that releasing phase, okay, um, even at the time of this new moon. So you may want to set some, um, you know, intentions uh, through the lens and the energy of, not, you know, working behind closed doors or, you know, not 
putting it all out there yet. And so that does denote a more spiritual tone to it, you know, when you're talking about things that other people can't see, meditation, things of that nature. Leos, you might uh, initiate and start um, meditating here at this new moon in Cancer. Maybe that brings you that Cancerian inner foundation, the security that you need once you find the benefits of exactly what that means. A lot of people just, they assume, they think, they know what meditation means, and it makes them not want to even try it, and then, you know, they miss out because it's powerful. Sagittarius, you can get an opportunity to do something mutually beneficial or with a business partner, okay, something uh, uh, mutually beneficial, beneficial to both people. Um, you can create positive developments with other people's money, Sagittarius, um, loans, debts, taxes, inheritance, uh, inheritances, joint finances. And, Sagis, you can start a new transformation of something in your life. Eighth house is the house of transforming something. You can transform whatever you want. You want to do something new, Sagittarius? Guess what? You really can do something new and to, new to the point where it don't even look like it did before, okay? Caterpillar to a butterfly, okay? Sagittarius, you can focus on more serious matters. Eighth house is very serious, and it can be extreme and obsessive because uh, it wants to go deep. And uh, Sag, you can also have a better approach to the more serious matters. Definitely uh, relationships are going to be included in that, Sagittarius. Uh, Venus is still in your intimacy sector. And so, uh, you know, if you're single, Sagittarius, you may only be interested in something serious. Okay, kind of where Capricorn is getting to by the end of the month. But uh, you can also, Sagittarius, have very little patience for anything superficial since this eighth house wants to take you so deep here and over the course of the next, definitely next couple of weeks after the new moon. Um, if you are in a relationship, Sag, then you can definitely work on improving your emotional bonds, the intimacy that you share between each other and the depth okay, of emotional um, energy between you two uh, so that you're, you're improving it so that, or you have access to, you can improve it so that they're strong enough to withstand anything that the two of you may go through together, okay? You can do that, Sag, if you want to here at the Cancer New Moon. Virgo. Virgo, you can meet new people. You, you're you going through, you're experiencing new moon through your 11th house, okay? Um, 11th house is also ex-lover, so you could actually have a new fresh start with an ex, Virgo. Let me throw that potential of the energy out there. Uh, but you can definitely just meet new people. 11th house governs groups and networks that you're associated with, so you can definitely click up, link up with a new group. You can expand your social network. You can join a new group. You can take up a new cause since 11th House has a real humanitarian feel to it. Um, you can feel excited about a dream for your future since 11th House governs hopes, wishes, and dreams. Wish upon the star, Virgo. Do something new in the area of your hopes, wishes, and dreams. If, if, if there's a time to wish upon the star, Virgo, this is now. You know, if there's a time to to project something into your future. 11th house also governs the future. Um, that's why it's Aquarius ruled. And so uh, it also governs friends. So um, 
you can take advantage of positive opportunities to pursue those hopes, wishes, and dreams, and you can also benefit from a group or from your friends. Um, as well as from stepping outside of your comfort zone. Aquarius, 11th house, Uranus, um, it definitely is a, a out-of-the-box type of energy. So if you're feeling a little uncomfortable about the new moves you're making here around the fourth Virgo, then you're probably exactly where you're supposed to be. All right, Aquarius, um, you've got a new moon going through your sixth house. You can definitely be presented with a new work opportunity since the sixth house. (laughs) Now, am I getting a lisp on top of a stuttering? No. But since the sixth house governs work as well as health and daily routines, you can actually start a new work project, Aquarius. Um, You can be in the spotlight for your work, and you can benefit when you get organized, when you put everything in its place, when you clean things out, Aquarius, okay? That's going to benefit you now and over the next couple of weeks to a month on the short term. Aquarius, also you can focus on your health. You can make better choices and decisions with your health, and you can improve your lifestyle. Uh, The first half of the month, you definitely can be more productive and efficient with your time. As of the new moon, you can start working on a new project. Uh, You can look for a new job, Aquarius. Uh, You can want and you want to do work more than likely that you believe in and are passionate about. If that's not your current job, you can work on ways to infuse it into what you do or you can try to find something else. There's just this new fresh energy as it relates to work and things you do repetitiously on a routine basis, Aquarius, that I want you to be on the lookout for. It's there for you. Taurus, new moon, going through your third house. That's a Mercury-ruled house, um, Gemini-ruled. So you can definitely be busier, Taurus, around this time for the next you know, a couple of weeks or months, you can find yourself being very busy, uh, much busier than you have been, especially coming up out of a new moon going through your second house where things slow down a little bit, the very Taurus energy that the moon is in right now, okay? The, the very Taurus energy that you are, you know, all about, you know, being fixed into to an energy. But this third house energy, um, Taurus, wants to move around and be busy and do something. So you could take up um, new, smaller projects, uh, you could keep yourself busy. You can work on something in your community. Um, third house governs your local neighborhood. So uh, you can teach something to others since the third house definitely with that mercurial energy uh, is about the learning of a thing. And so you can you can be the one teaching it or you can be learning something new around this time or you can feel, take up a new course of study around this time. Um, not more, not on the higher-minded, higher-learning, collegiate level towards the third house is that lower rational um, elementary mind. And so you can definitely just be more curious, if anything, and allow that curiosity around this time to, to, to give you a new fresh start uh, in something that you may not have ever even tried or thought about before because now you're just um, – engaging uh, your curious side. You can have a more positive outlook towards and you can be more engaging with others. Third House does have a real social feel to it since it governs that neighborhood, that local neighborhood, um, and short distance travel, um, the running of errands, uh, wanting 
you could definitely be wanting to share your opinions since third house is that mercurial communication messages, um, opinions. Watch out for gossip, Taurus. Nobody likes to gossip. Um, um, and But feel free to share your ideas and thoughts during this time and, and initiate something new in that area, okay? Um, you could start a, four, a little four-week course in your local neighborhood, you know, and really max out on something. Gemini, y'all are basically switched. Taurus is going through the new moon in their Gemini house. Gemini, you're going through it in your Taurus house. So for my Geminis, you can definitely have a new financial venture or project. Um, second house rules those personal finances and those personal possessions and your values, what you value, okay? Your self-esteem, your, the value you place on yourself, Gemini. And you can focus on ways of improving uh, your finances and your self-esteem. You can become more confident improving um, that self-esteem and bring some stability into your life. That second house, Taurus knows all about it, is real fixed, and it has a sense of stability with it. So you can sense that here, Gemini, around the new moon and in the coming weeks after. You can benefit from being practical, Gemini, and having a steady kind of earthy Taurus, that Taurus house that the new moon is going through for you, Gemini, that's the earth's house, okay? So it's a, it's, it is about being more practical. It is about having a steadier approach, okay? And it's about being calmer. Once you get off that first house high of Gemini season and the new moon in Gemini we just had, it's time to slow that down, Gemini, and have a more steady approach. Now, you done, you know, everybody done seen you on that first house you know, new moon, you know, uh, the same new moon that Leo is waiting for right now because it's in their 12th. You finally get there and it's in your first, okay, you come off of that high of having something go through your first house and Gemini, it's time to sink in, settle down, and, and be more practical and steady and calmer in your approach so you can focus on the finances, so you can focus on what's really important, what you really do value, and work on improving that financial situation, work on that budget and sticking to it. You can stick to it better during a time that's a more fixed energy like this. So make that those um, goals for on the short term, um, Gemini, but even on the longer term, Financially, you can really set off some new energy in a direction of being more stable financially and uh, uh, with that when it comes to feeling more confident in that self-esteem, okay? Take advantage of any new opportunities that come along, Gemini, to improve your finances, um, to create new opportunities for yourself. Keyword, new, 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 fresh start, Gemini, with these finances and self-esteem and confidence. And feel more optimistic about your ability to handle your finances in a positive, productive way, okay? Let me give you all a heads up now that I've gone through all of the horoscopes for the new moon. You are quite welcome. I love doing this show, y'all. I just love it. Um, Let me let you know about these void moons real quick so you'll know. uh, Of course, the moon enters Cancer originally or initially uh, Sunday, okay, of this week. We start the week off uh, with the moon void in um, Gemini. And then there on Sunday, rising 8.20 a.m. Central, the moon enters Cancer, okay? Then we have um, 
the new moon almost 24 hours later, Monday rising, 6.01 a.m. Central, okay? And then the moon goes void. it it it's it it it, it waits it, go, it doesn't go void till tuesday early rising 129 a.m. central and it's a moon square to uranus it's void for 9 hours and 59 minutes practically 10 hours and and in the midst of that um we have the that mercury neptune trine i spoke about when i was uh describing the new moon the moon finally enters leo Tuesday, later in the rising, 11.28 a.m., almost noon um, central time on Tuesday. And then that's where we're, look, we done got comfortable within ourselves. We done made these new initiatives that we're taking with us over the course of the next two to four weeks or maybe six months for, um, like, Cancer and Aries, maybe the next year. And we're going to be ready to enjoy ourselves. <laughs> I mean, what else do you do? I mean, watch an Aries near you because, once again, I, I describe what they're going to be going through uh, uh, for the next six months of a potential year from the standpoint of starting from the bottom, literally energetically and astrologically starting from the bottom. And watch an Aries near you here right after uh, their Tuesday uh, afternoon when the moon enters Leo. And, you know, you may get a better glimpse through their uh, energy what this feels like when you're coming up off of this new moon and you're able to go into this Leo uh, territory of just wanting to enjoy yourself after you figured out who you are at a core level and, 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 and knowing yourself at your most private and personal parts, even to the point of knowing where you come from with the ancestors and the, and the familial lineage being there within that cancer energy. And now that you're good with you at a core level, Hell, you can you can go into the moon, enter in Leo, and be emotionally satisfied to just be out and about having fun. We're gonna be in Leo season. I, if you know a Leo right now, you know the energy of just being spontaneous. You know, allowing your inner child to come out. The sun, Leo being ruled by the sun, having a sunny, cheery disposition. Um, uh, most of those are just absolutely beautiful, male and female, just beautiful to look at. They look like they are, you know, just enjoying life. And so that's going to emotionally satisfy us all after Tuesday afternoon, um, anything just for the fun of it, um, anything around children, around games and sports, romance, dating, uh, gambling, uh, any creative venture or project. Uh, creation, like children, of course, but even on the level of um, drama and the arts. And so uh, we'll be fine to to be on the stage and in the spotlight. Uh, we'll be emotionally satisfied by that, to tell jokes, to, to look at funny pictures or videos or surprise somebody, anything in the name of fun. Uh, wearing warm, you know, Leo sun colors, orange, yellow, red, that's going to satisfy us. Uh, We'll be mostly satisfied to be in the spotlight anyway, so busting out, you know, with this 
bright yellow, red, or orange um, clothing would satisfy us and likely the people who see it on us as well. Smiling, that's a very Leo thing to do, you know, that warmth that comes not just from wearing a color but wearing a smile, come on. And uh, just enjoying yourself. It may be um, a girls' night out, you know, early in the week uh, on Tuesday instead of waiting until Thursday. So that's coming up as well. Um, Venus trine Mars, uh, the day after that, next Wednesday, do not sleep on it um, and 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 vibe as high as you can, of course, for sure. This energy of Venus trining Mars there at the 23rd degree of Cancer and Scorpio there in very deep um, emotional waters, Venus is trining Mars. Wow. Uh, 3.17 p.m. Central Time there on Wednesday. We'll be on the air uh, when that happens. Um, but it, it does uh, denote sexual attraction, it does denote romantic activity, it does denote um, self-expression through art, self-expression through business and money, monetary transactions or activity. Um, It can denote creative action, um, actively participating in social functions, Yeah, it's a trine. It should be, you know, good, easy, effortless enjoyment. That's why I say vibe high uh, because it is Mars involved. And when our Mars just went direct and it'll be direct by the end. And so we'll be going over some theme, some margin themes that we've already gone over in the last four months while Mars was retrograde. So some things could be popping up again. So make sure you get the 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 enjoyment, um, especially while the food's still in Leo at the time, the enjoyment out of your social contacts, okay? Um, dating and in love relationships. Um, you can be direct. It, it should be a good environment to be direct, you know, when it comes to sexual and loving relationships um, and, and contact socially, uh, but just beware of coming on too strong. It's not necessary. It's an easy, effortless flow. You don't have to work so hard, okay? Uh, people will genuinely be interested in developing friendships um, and companionships and potentially, but not necessarily mainly uh, with this energy, sexual um, energy or contact. So. Uh, in personal beauty, charisma, popularity, all these are increased in ourselves and other people around us because everybody is wanting to find or be, if they're in existing relationships, the perfect partner. Why, if you're in a relationship or not, you can see the beauty of this energy manifest for you at the time of a new moon. Come on. If you do need a fresh start in your, you know, uh, relationship status, <laughs> uh, whatever that status may be, then this is this divine energy. That's why I'm hipping y'all to it in advance so y'all can make sure that this is a new moon that you make matter and make count uh, to you personally and to where you really can dig deep and put down roots for a uh, 
for for you know a better future than than the one than the future that you created unconsciously when you didn't know. So um, creativity is stimulated at this time. So we're all gonna want to be in a creative mode because of the new moon and because of this powerful Venus trine Mars um, energy influence as well. So. Even if it has absolutely nothing to do with a relationship with someone outside of you, even in the context of a relationship with yourself, you may be stimulated to create. Okay, so creative projects are going to be ideal around this time, especially if it's around the home, more Cancerian themes, um, redecorating a room, uh, uh, painting, dancing, um, anything of beauty and enjoyment is going to resonate with this energy. If you're invited to a party, go. It'll probably be great. Um, amusement park, entertaining at home is going to be a really ideal scenario as well. Um, I did, okay, yeah. Then the sun conjuncts Mercury, y'all. That's a pretty awesome alignment, and a lot of people have it in their natal charts because the sun and Mercury tend close together except when Mercury is retrograding. And now that Mercury has been out of the shadow and is back full speed ahead, has joined as of today uh, sun and Venus in Cancer, um, they're going to meet up again, sun and Mercury, and they meet up again in the week ahead on Wednesday, 1024 p.m. Central Time. And so I want y'all to know about that, that, uh, you know, thinking, of course, is going to be highlighted with Mercury being involved in communication and busyness, just like that third house that is Mercury rule that I was talking to Taurus about. It could denote a very busy time for us, a busier time for us all generally, but Taurus more specifically and over a, a, a longer period of time. Um we're going to be mentally on point, okay? And so the interactions are going to be, uh, there are going to be plenty of interactions, plenty of paperwork and bills, sending, receiving messages, letters, emails, running around, errands, short trips, um, and just people being chatty, just like I just um, described. And so um, chatty maybe about their home, you know, with Mercury being in cancer, just like the, the conversation that I, that was ha- being had uh, before the show started, you know, and what makes people feel comfortable. It may make people feel comfortable during this time, and it may be even more emphasized and highlighted around the time of this Sun-Mercury uh, conjunction that they just that they if it emotionally satisfies them, they feel at home and comfortable just talking. They just like to talk, so <laughs> let them talk. Especially if it's a tourist, they're having um, a new moon in a very chatty part of their chart. Let them talk. Um, but yeah, we're gonna be sharp and on point and aligned. Uh, our our desires aligned with our thoughts. And so it's a really good time for problem solving. There's more problem solving, more tools energetically at our disposal, no matter what you may be going through, no matter what your problem is. Um, even with Lena looking for work and this um, particular, you know, uh, new moon going through a part of her chart where she can really just, you know, write a, it's a blank check. And so um, there's no problem that can't, 
be solved, especially if you're a cancer around the time of this cancer new moon, because your entire new year ahead, year, not month, not six months, but year ahead um, has the energy of the sun being in alignment with Mercury on it. So you can look to your whole next year ahead to have uh, impact uh, communication-wise, message-wise, uh, and, and, and sharp communication and messages at that, okay? Um, Thursday, Mercury opposes Pluto at 6.55 a.m. Central Time there on the 7th. Uh, Mercury being in Cancer and Pluto being in Capricorn. And so you could see this compulsiveness. You know, here's Pluto doing, you know, the power moves again potentially. And so you could see a compulsive need to talk or a desire to withhold information, the very opposite. It's a tug of war when it's the opposition. So you got Mercury on one side and Pluto on the other. And so obsessive thinking attempts to persuade others to think like we do, insisting on knowing the truth or on exposing falsehoods, making mountains out of molehills. These are all possibilities right now. And this aspect can also represent mental anxiety or concern. On the other hand, it does, it can suggest the ability to engage in deep, penetrating conversations. Once again, watch the energies you have around you, and then you don't have to worry about it. Don't mess around with low vibrational entities, you know, people who engage and entertain on that level or on an al- with an alignment like this, you could find out, okay? Because Pluto is going to rule the the things that are mysterious and um, potentially uh, obsessive and jealous, and all these little manifestations of Pluto, okay? Um, you can see also with this energy, you can see a battle of ideas, either within your own mind or between competitors. Um, so there's that could be playing out in the tug of war kind of scenario, um, and there could be a tendency to put the blinkers on and get really, you know, deep on one particular problem. Okay, so it is a good time with that energy for research. That's the way you can, you know, dig deep on one particular problem and solve it. Research, investigation, uncovering secrets. Um, but if you need a productive outlet for it, if you're going real deep and, and low, on the low side manifesting obsession about a particular thing, uh, when the energy is that built up and need a productive outlet, then you could delve easily during this time into occult studies, astrology, um, and, you know, more productive debates and arguments if it manifests that way. Um, psychological self-analysis would be a good thing. Relationship counseling is a positive manifestation of Mercury opposition Pluto. Um, their opinion, opinions are going to be strong right now with Mercury in opposition to Pluto. and uh, But you can have positive transformation in the area of communication, in the area of understanding, in the area of um that you're thinking, okay, thinking at deeper levels of understanding. Um, but watch out on the low end because it's a real deal, y'all. We've spoken on uh, Mercury and Pluto contacts before. Uh, mind control, intimidation, psychological abuse, threats, 
okay? Be on the lookout for those kind of subversive tactics. Um, uh, don't let anybody pressure you, you know, mercurially-wise, uh, even if it came in the form of a letter. Do not allow yourself to be talked into something that you don't want to do. Um, um, Yeah, and don't and and if you find that you're in a position to mentally manipulate, uh, make sure that you don't abuse that power, okay, for temporary gains or t- inflated feelings of superiority. Because guess what? In the long run, those kind of tactics are going to backfire. So, you know, if that's normally how you operate, when it's at, when it's peaking at an alignment like this, you want to definitely watch yourself. Okay. Um, moon goes void after that on the seventh Thursday, seven o six a.m. with the trine to Uranus. Um, it goes void for ten hours and thirty five minutes. I mentioned a void earlier in the week. Just make sure that you know this is not the territory. Thankfully, at the time of the new moon, the moon isn't void. But um, at the time of a new moon, you're not really initiating new things. You're following up on things you've already started. You're not meeting up with new people. You're not having interviews or first dates. Um, But you're, you know, being social with established friends and family, and you're likely getting some pretty good rest, okay? Um, For Thursday, also on the 7th, the 7th is busy. You can see that in the episode description below. Um, 9.25 a.m. Central Venus squares Uranus, and so you can see values and tastes clashing, okay, group activities potentially suffering as a result, just people wanting what they want and expressing what they want in their own Uranus individual, unique way. It's, it, don't take it personally. Um, <laughs> tell that to, you know, somebody dealing with an Aquarius who comes off as real to and it's real queries to not take things personally. But um, we're running out of time, y'all. Um, watch for impulse buying, okay, with Venus squaring Uranus. Actually, I can speak on this a little more next week along with some of the stuff I didn't touch on today because we're ending our week ahead here at Thursday. So we'll be, we'll be back on the air next Wednesday live and in full effect. Um, if you want to and have uh, weekly access to me for basically what I do here for the show. I would do it for you personally with your personal astrology. Um, uh, all my mama's babies so far happy. Haven't lost one yet. <laughs> oh, I shouldn't have said yet. Haven't lost one. They're happy. I'm happy. And um, you've also got the link for the Astro Love Gifts and the June Inner Wisdom Special. Get your birth chart report while June is still here for a couple of days at a special price, just my way of saying thank you. Stay connected to my astrology coach. We will be back here next week doing it again for the love of astro, astro love, okay? All right, y'all. Peace and ashe. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. 
Chumba. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.